Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, welcome to the Junk Time AFL Podcast, round four, 2016. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain, and joining me is the man who this week went to New Zealand to visit his deported father. It's Adam Rosenbachs. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Yeah, Dad got deported. He was selling second-hand kebabs, so uh-huh. they deemed that illegal, and they said, you have to get out of the country. But I went and had a visit over in New Zealand. It was lovely. So Checked th- out the, the cake tin. Oh, yeah, you had Tony Cakes in Wellington, yeah. Yeah, we just went there. It was probably the site of Carlton's last victory. So, um. Because there was a period last year. There There was a period last year for a while where Carlton hadn't won in Australia. (laughs) Just one of my favourite stats. That that has happened again this year. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dusty's dad. He's found not to be a high enough character. Is that correct? Yeah, look, I I think he's uh, a great guy. I mean, he's got. Like neck tat, so always, always everyone a sign yeah. of the top dude. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah but I, I, I actually don't know the the actual reason that he went. But he's and a I think bikey, we're, I and think we're, we're getting scared. I think we're probably a bit terrified to talk about the reason why. Too. Yeah, so we'll just um, <laughs> yeah, we'll move good on. on you, Mr. Martin. Yeah, uh, we want you back soon. We should begin a junk time campaign to get him back in the com- country. <laughs> yeah, what if we go to New Zealand and interview him? Yeah, yeah, we should go and uh, with abduct the him. Officials. We should go to Tara Brown and oh. abduct him and bring him back to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring. Bring home Mr. Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag bring out, bring Dusty's dad home. Bring Dusty's dad home, yeah. We so, but Dusty goes over there, the Richmond have given him leave. Yeah. To go during the week. During the week. It's only a three, four hour flight. That's like a flight to Perth. Yeah, but Richmond aren't travelling that well at the minute. Well, Should they be sending players overseas to visit their dad? Look, it's probably not the greatest of preparations. How, but how often do you need to see your dad? <laughs> like, Actually, that's a good point. I don't, like, a... I'll call my dad. Like, I speak to my dad every couple of weeks. But yeah. if he went over to New Zealand for a little bit, I'd be fine. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> you're right. It can't be too many trips, surely. Like, once a month, maybe? Yeah, I guess so. Once a month, pop over. Yeah. G'day, Dad. Neck tat's still fine. Yeah, let's, get, let's, go, let's go get some face tats. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping your bike... Your bike, uh, you know, <laughs> tuned up. Like, it's fine. Don't worry. Yeah, the lab's still Not going. diesel. <laughs> uh, you know, we've got the... Uh, <laughs> got the angle grinder out every now and then. <laughs> Had to pull a few teeth. Our <laughs> uh, bikies, they're great. Good friends of ours. <laughs> now, the point is, Adam, the point is, the Junk Time AFL podcast is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. Footy Live, the ultimate footy app for every type of footy fan. It's our favourite AFL app and soon it will be yours too. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download Footy Live today. Our favourite AFL app, Adam. We are so corporate and uh, we should do bongo cam at some point. We should, we should. I should dress up like Carton Carton. Hey, uh, we're going to bring on a big uh, Carlton fan right now. Adam. Huge one. Probably, is, it should be the number one ticket holder if he's not. Yeah, absolutely. We find that out. We've yeah. got it. Please welcome on stage from the Hamish and Andy show. It's Andy Lee. Yeah. Hello, Andrew. 
Hey, no one talks to me, Andrew. Yeah, I was going to say, this is the last time Andrew you were oh, I, I didn't know who you were talking to for a second. <laughs> I was sat there listening. Do um, you like parents like that, call you Andrew? No, not anymore. I've got one friend who's a bit of a gruff bastard. He yeah. goes for Carlton as well. He's the only one that calls me Andrew, but I think mm-hmm. he just wants to be different. But yeah, that's so nice. So when did Andy kick off? Uh, yeah, very early. Um, probably, I mean, probably didn't do it first. I think probably like I called Andy by someone else when I was two or three or, and it stuck. Not a great story. Uh, <laughs> the Chambers make it sound like it's really... This, there hasn't been any pre-interview. <laughs> <laughs> so you are a Carlton fan. So I where am. did your love affair with Carlton begin and uh, when and do you why? think it's going to stop? <laughs> yeah, why? Um, back when we were good. <laughs> if anyone oh, can good times, remember that. Um, good times. No, my brother's... Uh, sorry, my dad's cousin played for Carlton, Kevin Hall. Okay. Won, won premierships for Carlton. Uh, and that's when the family started going for them. And yeah, I, I went and I got to enjoy them during the 90s as well. Did you go to the 95 grand final? Missed the 95 grand final, watched that at home. How yep. old are you, very quickly? I'm 34. Okay, so you were born 81. Yes. Yeah, gotcha. So do you remember 87? 80, no, really. Do you remember 81, 82? Yeah. <laughs> Strangely, yes. Yeah, yeah. I was very advanced. <laughs> yeah. uh, drugs for a long time when yeah, I was yeah. four, five, six. Um, so they're, ha- they're hazy days. No, I, I do remember going... My, my grade three birthday was at Princess Park. Oh, great. Essendon, Essendon uh, Carlton. So David Reese jones knocked two people out, actually, that What a day. birthday present. Not, even, <laughs> not on the game, in the car park. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Of, he was giving birthday punches um, and just went too hard. <laughs> do you know that... I'm not sure if you used to do this back at Princess Park, but if the game was getting boring, because the stadium was so low, they'd just kick him out of the park all the time. Yeah, yeah. And so when I got to about 16, 17, I was like, oh, fuck this, we're going to lose. Should we go steal a couple of footies on the way out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, we'd go and sit and wait for someone. Hopefully, you know, Lockett was at that end or something. And then wait for balls to come sailing over, grab them and, and nick off with the, with the Yeah, well, box. I grew up near Windy Hill. We used to do the same thing. So you yeah. get a, a, you know, a game ball and just take off. <laughs> So didn't have any security. No, 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 it was probably a guy in a blue dust coat. Yeah. Come chasing after you, but that was it. Or barely even bothered chasing after you. He was kind of sitting in his chair knowing what you're going to do. Yeah. And he looks at you, and as soon as you start running, he's like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to catch you. Well, they're yeah. hardly going to run out of footballs, are they? I'm the boot starter. Um, no, I wouldn't have thought so. No, they'd have a whole bunch of... Like, I mean, I understand. Well, it, you, it you, two, like, uh, you don't think they're going to go into the crowd and get, like, a, a match two... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this has gone a bit round. Faulkner. Yeah. <laughs> Running to the merchandise stand to yeah, grab one yeah, and come yeah. back. Well, it's funny though. It seems I know this seems stupid, but it seems looking back at that time they would have had less footballs. It seems like yeah. harder times, but now they've got a big so bucket a of point, balls yeah. now and endless supply. Well, that's a good point, yeah, because it was always a one ball, wasn't it? Yeah, so one took, ball for yeah, the whole game. So yeah. we're really fucking up their day, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now they're just throwing away. Like there's there is a child employed to hand balls over to the players. Yes, to throw into the crowd. Yeah. Have you ever got one of those? No. no. <laughs> anyway, the point is. So, how are you feeling about the Blues at the minute? Oh, this morning. No, yesterday morning. So I'm a bit out of it. I just flew back into the country. But yesterday You're morning. You're visiting your dad overseas. Right? <laughs> yeah, my dad. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was at breakfast, and I had uh, had breakfast out on the sidewalk. Um, there were seats and stuff there, and you could eat there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't find a kebab from the last yeah. night. And stuff. Sidewalk, very <laughs> yeah. LA, very sorry, LA. Sorry, on the, on the footpath. <laughs> and um, and I, this, this, uh, this horn beeped at me, and I, I looked up, and there was this kind of old man looking through the window. Open. I was like, who's that? Mick Malthouse. Oh, no way. Was it really? Mick Malthouse. <laughs> Did you tell him to fuck off? <laughs> 
But he wound down the window. He gave you a bit of a... And he wound down the window and he said, How your beloved blues going? And I said, What? Because I didn't really hear him. said, How your beloved, beloved blues going without me? And I said... Um, no way. Really? And I said, Oh, time, time will tell. <laughs> <laughs> A better you're not there, cunt. <laughs> Good to see you, man. No way. He drove off. So that much is with unbelievable. He spends his days now kind of <laughs> taunting on the carpet He's on his way to Hughes' house, probably. <laughs> he just sits out the parks out the front of Juddies. He's going, ah, they fucking going, mate. Da-da-da-da-da, <laughs> fuck that is amazing. Yeah, that amazing. is amazing. That is an official junk time scoop. I've never heard a story that amazing. That is the greatest story I've ever heard. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it. And my, my girlfriend said, who's that? And I said, oh, it's just this guy that <laughs> used to coach out. Yeah, yeah. It's She's just like, oh, right, he looked really old. <laughs> yeah, he was. And he is. He remains it. But, yeah, that was quite a weird day yesterday. That is the strangest thing I've ever heard. Sending fucking horses heads to Brenda Bolton. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But I, th- I think I, th- I mean, obviously, oh, it feels better and there's a greater vibe and, yeah, and stuff. And then you start losing it. It's like, oh shit. But we know that there, this is there's going to be a lot of losing to, to go. Yes. You know? Oh yeah. Um, which is kind of nice, I suppose. For you can go you can go to games less frustrated. It's so weird how your mentality can change. The expectations are lower. Yeah. yeah well, like yeah. 2012. I mean, people always go, where did Carlton think they were? 2012, we were flag favourites after round six. I think we 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 yeah. We'd beaten Collingwood, who'd won the premiership the year before round three, and we'd smashed them ten goals. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, this could be our year. Mm. Flag favourites after round six. And Definitely. It worked out really well. And, yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was strange. And people were like, why did they think they were so good? It was like, because we, cause we were... We were like, okay. We were going okay, but we had no depth, and then it was a disaster ever yeah. since then. Um, but now, so you go to those games, you get frustrated when someone missed a kick or something. Yeah. And now you go to games and you get really excited if someone makes a kick. It's <laughs> like yeah. this, this huge turnaround. So yeah, I, I kind of enjoy the games a lot more now that we're not meant to be good. And I, I think it's nice too from the top, like Brendan Bolton is friendly and happy with everyone, whereas Mick Malthouse, as you've just uh, a <laughs> great example, was just a grumpy old fuck. And like even post-games, there was nothing positive coming out of the whole thing. It was just poisonous, wasn't it? Was it was just him picking fights with reporters yeah. afterwards, mm. essentially. Yeah. yeah. Going, what are you fucking? That's a stupid question. Yeah, we're we'll doing commit murder. Oh, yeah. fucking hell. Oh, wait, I've got to go because I've got to go and hang out in front of Andy, Lee, Andy Lee's house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and talk well, actually, Ben and Bolton did say that uh, he praised Carlton for hanging tough in yeah. the 36 point loss against a uh, premiership fancy, the Western Bulldogs. So I, th- I suppose you do wander in and you go, you just want to see an effort, don't you? A, a yes. bit like Melbourne and like. Yeah, we just want to kick goals. That's mm. the only thing. We can't, we've given away. All the good players. <laughs> so Adelaide are going great from it. Yes. You know. Josh Kennedy. Josh Kennedy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> talk about it. But on the flip side, you did get, you did get Juddy for that. So well, yeah, no, you can't can't we can never complain much. about the Josh Kennedy one. No, no, absolutely You not. had no idea what uh, he's going to be. Yeah. Uh, we can't complain about the Favola one either, I don't think, when we <laughs> no, let him go. No. Um, but, yeah, it, it is an interesting time, and... We've got a lot of kids you have no idea that can play or not. Yeah. And, and I do spend a little bit of time in the club, uh, more so this year. Yep. Uh, and so you hear people that, 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 you know, that the club's getting excited about. Uh, Plowman was one who played last night. I didn't see the game last night. My brother's engaged. It looked party. okay. Uh, it looked okay. But yeah. that, that's one that, uh, that Murph said to me before the season. He said, uh, I think this, is, this guy's going to play for 10 years for, for Carlton. Yeah, now, great. When you hear that and you're like, well, he hasn't even played yet. And, Couldn't and get a game for GWS. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, which makes sense for Carlton, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll get him. In fact, Dennis Armfield one day said to me, 
not sure if you know Army, one of the players. He's, and I, he, I think he played his 100th game for Cup. And I said, congratulations. And he looked at me and went, this doesn't say much about my game. It says a lot about the other players at Cup <laughs> Football Club. <laughs> Fucking hell. Dropping the scoops. Annie Lee. Oh, we Fucking are, hell. We hey, are selling <laughs> memberships here. <laughs> this is the, and I said, oh, okay, Dan. It's well done. That but I, I think funny. there's a real excitement around the club yeah. now and, yeah. and the fact that, uh, yeah, we get to watch a lot of really young, talented players yes. uh, build it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped for Carlton. I'm very excited. You're, been... you're the new purple. You're the best newsbreaker in the game. <laughs> no, no. It hasn't been great for the doggies, though. They've had a shocking run. Obviously, Bob Murphy uh, last week was just an absolute tragedy. Like, I'm wearing... Uh, a black band on my knee. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just out of respect for Bob's... Uh, Definitely. Well, it seemed that big. Like, I know, I know, it was, I know you're making jokes, but it seemed kind of, you know, on par with the with Paris. Like, yeah. like everyone was like, just yeah. me, Bob Murphy. That, like, it yeah. seemed like the whole... It's, it seemed like the whole of Australia just was... Because yeah. I was following it on Twitter. And yeah. it just seemed just just boring. Yeah. Like, we all had to change our profile pictures to his knee yeah. But actually, we can still use the France one because it's red and white yeah, and blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I was actually in a... I actually, we did this show last week. We did the podcast here last week. And I went and watched, like, the last quarter just up near the comedy theatre. Yep. And so I went to, a, like, a dodgy pokies joint. And there were two Hawthorne fans watching that game. It was quite a close game. We came back from three goals at three-quarter time. Didn't need the details. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but literally when Bob went down, which is, like, a minute to go, and Hawthorne, Hawthorne, Hawthorne kicked the goal after that, which got us in front. So you're kind of excited. But also... Like the the three rather emotionally oppressed men in the room kind of yeah. going, oh, I'm sad, I'm sad about that. So Life can we just sad. point out that it was Hawthorne that killed Bob, Bob Murphy? Yeah. Killed the dream. Let's never forget. But you got to, I mean, that's nice that you guys felt that. Yeah. Because traditionally yeah. Hawks supporters are a-holes. Like, <laughs> but you 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 you, you it's a good wanted, tradition. What is? I mean, remember the one that stands out for me is. Favola is about to kick a hundred goals. Oh, yeah, and they drop, they in, drop a play. And they drop but they did it. I'll tell you what, though. It's the fucking bloke, Ruffy. Yeah. Ruffy, yeah, Ruffy was the one who dropped back. Walked through, he dropped back, and then they pulled him out. So it wasn't... They, they had they four players on him. Yeah. They had four players on him. Like, was, other, <laughs> car, other car members were running in and scoring tries, essentially. Yeah, no one yeah. was tackling them. Yeah. They were running straight in. Just, was, to, just to irritate <laughs> other teams. But also, that was the first time Fev had ever chased in his life. You watch that tape, that yes. last quarter. You see him running around like the fucking roadrunner trying to catch people <laughs> because he's on 99. Why didn't you do that for the rest of your career, Fev? Well, he, he had... He had to kick eight that night, was it, to make yeah, 100? He did. Yeah. Was it? He kicked, he kicked seven. seven. Yeah. Oh. And he hit the post. You guys are awesome. With five, six minutes to go with yeah. nine blokes hanging off him. Yeah, yeah we're the problem. Yeah. <laughs> 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 now, uh, Adam, you want to talk about your favourite friend, Ricky Nixon? Well, I know. Well, Andy, because you're up here, and a fellow comedian, Ricky Nixon, has. Uh... <laughs> Has released a book, um, oh, and I don't really? like it because it's clashing with my book. Uh, words or pictures? Uh, words, I believe. <laughs> oh, well, uh, my book, which is uh, sensitively called "Accidentally Banged Your Misses," yep. um, <laughs> which is a great yep. read. But we had uh, was it uh, Luke. Luke? Luke sent in a, a picture this week because he, he it was a self-published book, as all the best ones are. Yeah, Dan Loftus works, printing it out. Yeah, and he released it at the bakery at, at a bakery in Port Melbourne. The big launch, as just, all uh, as all is, good is book getting, launches are. Yeah, is it getting distributed anywhere else, or is it? No, I don't believe it is. <laughs> and then uh, Luke sent through a picture of the bakery, and it's it's below his house. Ricky walked about eight metres. <laughs> For his book launch. He's just gone downstairs and sat at the bakery going, ah, fuck, I'll release it here. 
That's great. And then there's a photo going around this week. Uh, it popped up on Twitter and I think it was on Instagram stuff. Of uh, there's a in the book. There's a YouTube link. Yeah. <laughs> it's a book. <laughs> like you have to type in the link. <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, YouTube's just not like, you know, a, a word and, a, you know, a, a, a hash or whatever. No, You've got to, it's like... It's like a set, code. Yeah, it's yeah. like a code. Yeah, you've got to type that in to yeah. get whatever. It's, it's like a, the video of him with the school guy. I don't know what it is. Like an office's Wi-Fi password. That, yes. Yeah, we really don't want people hacking into it. That's yeah. what YouTube links are like. Yeah. And you've got to, you've got to type that in. You've got to, yeah, you've got to... One, have bought the book. Yeah. And then two, yeah, go... But so also the picture that they have the, of Ricky's flat is that uh, they have... He's got a... Essentially a billboard, I suppose, at the front of the flat. Did you see that? No, I didn't notice that. Oh, I didn't see that. No. Oh, so, so he's got the flat, and then there's the bakery downstairs, home of all book launches. <laughs> and they have... He's got a, essentially like a five-metre kind of poster, I suppose. Yeah. Advertising the book. So it's like, you know, uh, I think it's a, like a number one bestseller or something. In this bakery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then a picture of the book and maybe a link to how to get it or whatever. Like it's, <laughs> it's probably it's a YouTube link on the, it's a YouTube link on the thing. It's, I mean, it's a, he's either a genius or he's, he's incredibly stupid. But, I mean, it's no. Yeah, let's take no, a I guess. think we know. I think we know which one. Yeah. When you're going to console the St Kilda schoolgirl after it's just fucked up your whole club, oh. and then you end up doing that. Yeah, I think you yeah, know. We've got an idea. Yeah. Oh God. Oh Ricky, we love you. And we're actually torn. Like we want to, <clears throat> for the good of the podcast, we want to read the book, but yeah, we, that means we have to. Read we have the to book. buy it. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. yeah. Like if you want to read it, you have to yeah. buy it. I mean, yeah. They so. probably if you probably buy eight copy scrolls, you get one for free. I reckon. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. The Nixon doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um. Actually, and you talk about being a Carlton every now and then. Uh, what kind of perks do you get with uh, Life and Times? Uh, you're not the number one ticket holder, are you, by any chance? Would no, be... no, I'm not the number one ticket holder. Would that be Jeannie Pratt, maybe? Or... Someone far wealthier than me yeah. <laughs> is the number one ticket holder for Carlton. I don't know. You don't really get too many, too many perks. Should we, should we be angling for more? Tickets, um, wander into the rooms. Uh, yes, but I find myself in the rooms a, a fair bit, but you go down after you win. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, have, don't find myself in there. That, that, I mean, I, I did actually go. You guys were saying at the start of the, the podcast. Um, I went to New Zealand. I went. I went across to watch Carlton. Oh, you did New Zealand. Yeah, uh, so Carlton St Kilda, and we we maintain our international record. We yeah, absolutely. Haven't lost over there yeah. um, in New Zealand. Cake team. So that was uh, that was really interesting. But yeah, the, the rooms are a, a funny thing. Uh, uh, but you would have gone down. Before. Yeah, yeah. I, I just whenever you go down to the rooms, you just remember it's exactly the way it is uh, at a at a lower level mm. for your club. You know, it just. It's very evening. Yes. yes. Yeah, less beers, less fat blokes around. But, yeah, sure. But, you know, there's the boot stutter. There's all that kind of stuff. It's just yeah. the smell of deep heat is what I love when <laughs> yeah, you go yeah. down there. It's just the same. It's the opposite. I, I, I love my cricket as well. Uh-huh. And it's it's so different, the cricket after Oh, game. yeah. What, what's the cricket like pre, pre-game? Pre-game, it's hilarious. It's, it's, hilarious. it's yeah. just people stuffing around. Yeah. Um, oh, so you mean, like, in room, you've been in rooms for Australia? Or? Yeah. Uh, for, well, for Australia... Um, Buff Lehman for the World Cup final contacted me. They, uh, Buff brought in a joke. He, uh, he basically every not Shane me. Watson. <laughs> um, when he when he became coach, he, he every game started with a joke, and he used to go around there with players, and then whoever said the joke, if it wasn't good enough, yeah. They have to come back and do another one the next day. Yep. And then he started bringing in people to do the joke. And he asked me whether I'd do the joke for the World Cup final. And so I was out on the field. You fi- did on the field, didn't I you? On the yeah, field yeah. with them. Um, I remember that. 
kind of an hour before the final. Yeah, wow. Um, you know, you're not going to... Do you feel the pressure? No, well, not really because, I mean, it's a strange thing. With cricketers, they just want to be relaxed. Yeah. They play best when they're relaxed. It couldn't be more different for footy, it seems, because yep. they're pumping each other up yep. and so on, and you don't want to be doing that cricket. So they love people coming down, spinning yarns, and, and, yeah, and right, just taking their mind off. Taking their mind off it. Yeah, okay. And so with the stars, Melbourne stars on the same, I, I do a, a pre-game address every yeah. every game. No way. And normally sing a song or something stupid, and, and they're like, oh, that's funny, yeah, let's go out and play. Like, it's that's how it feels, which is very different to, uh, I'd imagine, what footy players are yeah. going to be doing, and Ruffy will be able to tell us more about it. But, yeah, straight after the game, it's beers every time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. It's just it's because cricketers don't... Need to run. <laughs> you can, um, you can. We still do live in an era where you can be a fat bloke and play cricket. Yeah, and yeah. and and they are big on camaraderie and they spend so much time together. I'm sure footy's the same, but they bond over beers and drinking. And they, yeah, okay. they, they do it a long time. Mick Malloy was at the um, the World Cup in the in the West Indies, and he was in the team meeting before the final. And they were given this team meeting, and John Buchanan's up there, and they're having a uh, quick chat, and then uh, Mick put up his hand and like. It's fucking weird. He shouldn't be talking. Yeah. And he just goes, I reckon uh, we should declare. <laughs> <laughs> it was just going, all right. Yeah, but also, it's anymore. a good point you make, Andy, about the uh, attitudes, because I remember the late David Hooks when Shane Warne captain a one-day team or something, and he said Warne was doing a lot of kind of, you know, come on, let's go, let's go, between every ball, a lot of, you yeah. know, clapping, a lot of, you know, pumping people up. And he was like, actually, he brought the football mentality to it. He said, yep. cricket's a different thing. We, you really shouldn't be doing that the whole time. Yeah, I mean, individual... Not that individual brilliance doesn't exist in um, football, but it's, 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 you have to be working as a team where one yep. guy can win you the match, particularly in 2020. Yeah. And so well, they just don't want any... They just want those guys to be playing freely. Yeah. yeah. You've got, you got half a second or less then to decide what shot you're going to play. Um, and so they just... Yeah, it's pretty amazing, isn't <laughs> it? It's pretty, so essentially they just go out and play on instinct, so they want them to be as kind of grounded and stuff before they go. It's, it's really strange. Yeah, fascinating, man. Hey, um, Adam, I think our other special guest is here today. Yes, let's get him up here. More special. <laughs> and we've de- I've deliberately put Andy in between uh, Michael and our special guest today because he's brought a lot of joy to his life. Uh, please welcome on stage, in the words of Craig Willis, number two, Jared Ruffin. Yeah. Ruffin. Hi, uh, Jared. I'm Michael. How are you? Going well, thank you. How um, are you? Oh, you often sit out the front of your house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, Jared, very quickly, yep. can I get an autograph from you? <laughs> for my nephew? His name's Matthew. He's a big fan. Little Matthew, nine years old. Delightful little chap. Seen four premierships. How old is he? Nine. Nine. Ten in July. And he's seen four flags. He's yep. mad. Mad for Hawthorne. He's going to play for Hawthorne one day, and I'm going to... I'm going to get a cut of the contract because I've been kicking football in the backyard with him. So, uh, Thanks rough. so much for coming along today, mate. I thought you might be at a uh, premiership reunion or something. <laughs> First one's not for a couple of years, but yeah. uh, nah, it's good. It's something different. Yeah. Which is alright. Nice. Hey, Ruff, did you have to, do you go to, to Tasmania? I know you're injured at the minute. Do you go to Tasmania? <laughs> Definitely not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I got the week off, which was good, so um, a couple of Friday Arvo beers just to relax. But uh, yeah, Wait a second, you're injured. You're not meant to be drinking. We all know that. Yeah, but while I'm injured, I can still enjoy... I've never really got to enjoy Friday beers, so... Yeah. First time in a while, and it's good, isn't it? Oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I, it. I could get used to it. Yeah, absolutely. 
Now, we are absolutely fascinated by one thing in the Junk Time Mayfield podcast. The horses. <laughs> oh, yes. Yep. So, can you take us down to the origin of that? How did it begin? Uh, around 2 2013, we were uh, playing West Coast over there and uh, we had a good win and just Ben Stratton normally has the, the iTunes or whatnot after the game and we put horses on and you've got 50 nude blokes in the change room. <laughs> what did you bring in another 38? <laughs> well, 22 players, coaches, oh, they, fitness staff. So Clarko gets his gear off <laughs> after a win. <laughs> And then from there, every every good win we had in the state, we pumped it up. So most weeks it gets played. <laughs> and that's why you play in Tassie, just so interstate wins yeah. you play. Yeah. So how do you determine what's a stirring interstate win as opposed to like a rudimental? Oh, I don't know. I think uh, you know. The so if you, go, if you go and play, you know, GWS, you beat them over at. Well, we Spotless. haven't beaten them. Oh yeah, true, actually. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess we play them in a couple of weeks, but. Uh, yeah, big wins. Well, the big wins, especially in Perth last year in the, in the final. Yeah. Um, that definitely got a good run. And then, yeah, um, so you and then after the games, if, I mean, you were saying you're in the G before. If you have a look in the in the coaches' room, uh, I know the stars and hawks are the same, but the stains on the roof uh, are crownies um, from uh, from when we we all go into the change rooms at the end and then just go nuts. Folks are wearing um, GoPros and there's vision and then there's really there's knobheads that. Um, spray the roof with beer and stains it for the next year. <laughs> so do you do you have a favourite uh, premiership win? Uh, 2014's my favourite only because you get to have a bit of because um, you don't really it. get a chance to get revenge on a side. And after mm-hmm. we lost to yep. Sydney in 2012, we um, got to make up for it in 2014. It was a good hitting. Dan Hanabry, as hard as you hit him. Oh, yeah, you Is got him fun? beauty. You, you got nailed him beauty. Yeah, Absolute yeah. beauty. Yeah, thanks for pumping me up, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed it. You enjoyed yeah. it, yeah. yeah. Oh, mate, yeah. that must be great feeling in front of 100,000 people just to nail someone. Yeah, it's just like, can, it's just like having a little brother and you just... <laughs> <laughs> Did you, can you notice the crowd in those moments? Because the crowd at yeah. that moment went... Yeah. Hoo! yeah. Can, um, can you hear that? Yeah, you do, and... You th- you, I mean, in the back of your mind, you think, oh, I might have done something all right here. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then straight away, you know, I think we kicked the goal and yep. um, it set us up from there, which was good. Yep. Do you watch the games? Did you watch yesterday? Uh, yeah, I did. I was, I was very nervous in that last quarter. Yeah. I thought, to be honest, Saints should have probably won, but um, we got the chocolates and we move on. You guys know how to win, though. It yeah, just seems like that time. Every every guy that gets close, you know, the doggies, etc. It yeah. just seems mm. like. You, is there something in that? Do you know what it is? No, I, I think it's just a belief within the group. Uh, those sides, Bulldogs and and St Kilda, I guess, are learning how to win yep. and learning how to win those tight games. So, um, you know, we've been through it and uh, and we've been on the other end of it as well. So, um, it'll just come with more playing with each other and. I'm just hoping it's not for a while because we'll keep winning. <laughs> Do you have a bit of that? You have the kind of confidence that even though you are maybe three goals down or something the last term that you can get up? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think uh, we've proved that and we train it all, all summer. Um, we've been in tight games and, and from the start when Clarko first got there we were always putting us in scenarios where we're down by two goals or we're up by two goals. How are we going to win or save the game, whether it be what scenario? Is there an equation you look up at the scoreboard and you go... Ah, fuck it, we can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, in, there's a, for, for the cricketers in 2020, it's, yeah. uh, as soon as he hits 13 runs and over, it's all that, over. that's when we start to, they start to go, shit, this is going to be difficult. Yeah, OK. Um, you know, say with six overs to go, and that's, they're, they're trying to keep it below that because they know they can have a run of it. Is there an equation, you know, four minutes to go, four goals? What, what, oh, I'm not sure. I don't think we've ever been in a position to... <laughs> losing. Not, not, like, not like that. I mean, uh, I guess when you're getting pumped, yeah. I just walked, I saw 
before, GWS just beat Port by 87 points yeah. or something. So um, when you're that far behind, you know the equation's out the fucking window. <laughs> yeah, but, um, <laughs> yeah it's, uh, it's interesting uh, when you get in those positions, whether you win or lose. Yep. And is it hard to keep the belief? Like, you obviously got to the club when they were, uh, you know, at the lowest ebb for the you know, recent history. Was it hard to, like, just know, like, Clarko set up the vision that you were going to be the powerhouse that you're going to be? No, yeah. I, I was... I was a kid from home, 17, uh, didn't really have an idea of what Melbourne was like. There's one set of traffic lights in my hometown, so to come to Melbourne and move to... Where's Cam- that? Where's your hometown? Lane Gather, South Houston. Yep. But to move to Camwell and Hawthorne, where there was five or six on the way to training... That's what you freaked out every day. Well, yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. Really? Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess, you know, we were, we were the laughing stock of the competition back then, so... Yeah. To be able to turn around in, in 12 years, it's um, pretty good effort. Oh, it's amazing. Mm. And who tapped you on the shoulder? Like, did you get an idea Hawthorne were going to pick you up? Because they had, you got picked up after Deludio. You were number two. Ryan Griffin, number three. Future yeah. Hall of Famer, uh, Tambling, number four. <laughs> and, and Buddy at five. No, the f- funny story, I came up from... We had our school graduation not before, and I had a call from Greg Miller, who was CEO of Richmond, and said, we're going to take you to pick four. And um, so I told grandparents, they got black and yellow streamers, everything. <laughs> and uh, next day, yeah, I went to Hawthorne. So, I so was you had no inkling from Hawthorne? No, nothing. Really? They had, uh, Richie Townley was staying with the recruiting manager at the time. and um, yeah. So they stitched up Richard Townley? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do? You find yourself at Hawthorne. You, I mean, they still training at Glenferry at the time. Yep. Is that right? Well, the last year at Glenferry we were there. You're losing your mind. You're like, Mate, oh. I was pretty happy. I was a 17-year-old kid. I had MLC. I had all these good <laughs> 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 yeah, Ryzen just down the road. <laughs> and then I go to Mulgrave and I got nothing. Oh. <laughs> uh, d- oh, that's great. <laughs> Can you, do you, do, as players, do you, do you t- take an interest in the trades that other teams are doing, etc.? Yeah, I do. I, I, yeah, it's, it's something. We talk about uh, Richmond and, and I, uh, their trading has been interesting over the last well, three <laughs> years. Last three years they've bought in... Well, last year, Yaron. Yeah. Year before that, no trades. Year before that, Hampson. That's it. Two, wow. Two players in three years. <laughs> and where they get them from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but, but to me, a, a club like Richmond, who are meant to be coming through, you know, they're, they're making the files, but they, yeah. and then just not doing anything, is that... Do you watch on as a player and go, I understand it, or it's hard well, to... I think they're trying to, obviously... Uh, Hampton, yeah, get for certain positions, you know, with two rucks these days, Marrick and I don't think um, Percy Vickery is going to do the job, so they got Hampson in and, and they needed that run on half back, and uh, Yaron was it. But it's interesting how different clubs go after uh, players depending on what where they're at, uh, their list. I guess you look at St Kilda a few years ago when Ross Lyon was there, he got all those older fellas in as well, so you kind of, I guess they're going for it the here and now. And I, like North are another one who have probably done it. Like that the last couple of years as well. But at least North have been active. Yeah. You know, yes, absolutely. Higgins and Waite and, the, and all these players that are, and Del Santo, if you want to include him, and they've actually gone after elite players. Yeah. Uh, but to try and get the Premiership, though, if they don't win it, then they're in trouble, aren't they? Like if those old blokes go. Yes. The next they, wave, they'll in. be top end of the age bracket. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Have any other clubs quickly. come for you? Has anyone made a huge. Uh, yeah, one, one, but I'd, yeah. Not didn't consider it? No, I would have had to move into state, so. Um, which which way would you have gone? <laughs> <laughs> what, what would have been written north, on your, on your ticket? Would have been north north yeah. for ten years, say, <laughs> playing full forwards. <laughs> <laughs> so what what time frame was that? How long ago? Uh, end of twenty ten. Yep, gotcha. Yeah. And did you consider it, or you no. just went no? Stand with the Hawkers. No. Well, normally when you got red hair and fair skin, going north. <laughs> 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 
the best, best option, yeah. so um, I enjoy the winters here. Yeah, nice. nice. So why don't we go... We, we, should we go through premierships? <laughs> no, I just mean the attitude. Hey, we did with John Brown. We had John Brown on the show, uh, roughly, so we're a steam company. Yeah. So, oh, wait, you're yeah. going into that... What are you, 21 or so? You've gone, this is unbelievable. You're freaking out. Are you confident? Uh, no, we just took it all in our stride. That was the thing that Clarko mentioned uh, during the week. Who knows if you're ever going to be back in this position. So, um, you know, you can... We got that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> so I guess, you know, that's what we tell kids that are playing their first grand final or experiencing their first grand final week is, who knows if you're ever going to be back here again. So soak it all up, whether it be the parade final training sessions, um, even the, the fact that the, the pre-game's different, um, just soak it all up, because, as I said, who knows if we're ever going to be allowed, or we're ever going to make another grand final again. And what was it feeling like at half-time? Like, you, you had them... They, they were a bit wobbly, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Um, I, I don't know. It's one that... It happened seven, eight years ago now, yeah, so it's, yeah. it's still... Um, it's a bit of a blur, but... Have you watched it back? I've watched parts of it, yeah. yeah. i watched the third quarter just... Be, Purely because uh, Dewey and Sewell were just magic. Yeah. Um, you've, you've only watched parts of it. You haven't watched the whole thing? Or? Nah, nah, I don't. Dude, I've watched it like 175,000 <laughs> times. <laughs> I think I watched it like 15 times that night. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I was definitely carrying on way too much after that. <laughs> but, um, we probably enjoyed it that little bit too much. I think they said that we came back with enough uh, skinfold fat to have an extra two people on the list. <laughs> oh, <so>. <laughs> <laughs> Dewey and myself were probably responsible for yeah, a bit of that. But, uh, uh, yeah, it was just uh, at 21, you don't expect, you think it's going to happen for years and years. Yeah. Which it has, but. <laughs> <laughs> at the time, I don't think we thought. <laughs> and what was, it like, what was it like losing to the Swans? Was that just, just the most gutting feeling? Like, yeah. you would have thought you were going to win that one. Yeah, more, that... more specifically, what happened? What, did, what were you thinking when Clinton Young fell over in the goal square? Oh, uh, no, well. <laughs> Move away. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's just part of footy. We, yeah. We've, We've experienced highs and lows, but to lose grannies, that's the one that sticks in your mind the most more than the wins because that's, uh, that's what makes you... I guess that's what reminds you every time that you've lost a granny as well. Are you going into that one, you think you're going to win it? Because you guys are yeah, the top definitely. of the ladder. Yeah. We just, we'd beaten them uh, round 22, I think, up yeah. there. Um, we Came back momentum. from about 30, 40 points down, actually, yep. to win that one. Sean Burgoyne kicked a goal about a minute ago and then Brad Saul kicked one from the middle. Oh, mate, he's a freak. I I was there. I was living in Sydney at the time. It's great. Sitting with my nephew and my uncle. (laughs) You might not be able to answer this, Ruff, but did you uh, know that Buddy's leaving the football world? No, no. I was... Geordie and I... Geordie, Bud and I all came to the club at the same time and um, I think we were the only two that didn't ask him all year, which was, you know, he's got to make a fair decision whether it be family and, and, uh, and his footy career, but... No, he didn't tell us until the Wednesday after we won. So um, he came around and said, I've got something to tell you. And I was like, yeah, no worries, mate. He goes, I'm going to Sydney. And I was like, oh, yeah, no worries, mate. We've GWS, all been to Sydney. You know, yeah, yeah happy, happy days. And he goes, no, 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 I'm going to Swans. And I was like, oh, bullshit. You know, I don't, don't believe you. And he's like, no, no, nine years. And I was like, oh, nine years. yeah, a bit of coin. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so did the, did the next one, the next win, did that feel... Different, or I mean, do you get do you get to have that moment with someone like Buddy on the field and go shouldn't have left? Oh, there was a couple of boys that did, but not for you. Um, nah, not but you're still good buddies, aren't yeah, you? Still friends, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we we've belted each other and said some stuff, but <laughs> once you're out there, it doesn't That's like it. Once the siren goes, yeah, yeah. yeah so. Um, I yeah, find different. like friends can actually almost go harder at each other yeah, because they know that they're friends and it doesn't if, matter. If, if you were out there and you heard Jordan Lewis and I speak to each other, you'd think we hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> because you just 
yell abuse and just... So even your own teammates, you oh, give yeah. it to each other on the yeah. field? Really? Yep. Oh, no, actually, I, I talked to Jordan earlier. He said he actually does hate you. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> One other question I had is, do you... Amongst my mates, we discussed that, that players can never love the club as much as supporters do. Because, you know, I'm not sure whether... You're, I would love to hear your opinion on this. When the Doggies lost, my mate was a Doggies supporter, lost a final prelim, I think it was, a few years back, and we went out, drowned our sorrows, and then they all rocked up at the same pub, and <laughs> we're getting pretty hammered, having a good time, and that was the moment where my mate said, oh, shit, maybe, maybe they don't care as much as us. Now, care's the wrong word, because they're giving yeah. it all, but, you know, I've talked to some players who just say, well, it is a job, we're going to do our best for it, but we're not going to wear it like that. What's your opinion on this? Oh, I definitely love the club, and... Uh, Who did you break for growing up? I was Kangaroos. Kangaroos, so, okay. Um, Carey at 96, 99, they won the flags. Yep. Uh, McKern, I had McKern's number on my back. But uh, when you get to a club, and I guess because we've built what we've been able to build, yep. um, you know, from the start when we were pretty much a rabble to arguably being the biggest and most powerful side in, in Australia, um, I think... Yes! Um, <laughs> you know, you, you've... And we've had... I've had the same coach, the same physio, the same fitness staff, yep. same bloke next to me in the locker for the last 12 years, so... That makes sense. Yeah, that's the that makes a huge difference. Whereas if you've got blokes, you know, James Frawley came across. He's played eight years and had eight coaches. Yeah, wow. so Good Lord, no st- no stability. Yeah. yeah, like he's had seven. He had seven different in Melbourne, and Clarko's probably his longest coach. So yeah, stuff like that you don't really don't get think an about. understanding of. But yeah, like we were the laughing stock twelve years ago, but yeah. now we can you know, look at those clubs and laugh at them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I imagine there probably is. <laughs> Strengthen your emotion there by the fact that you did get on ground zero, so you have taken the whole ride, haven't you? Yep. All the way. Yep. Four premierships. <laughs> and what, what's your relationship like with Clarko? Uh, good. Yeah? Um, yeah, yeah. What's it like to be on the receiving end of a spray from Clarko? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, what's it bake nice. like? Yeah, yeah, bake. Yeah, there. You know about it? Yeah, for sure. I've, you get the phone and you, you hold it about there and then you, <laughs> you hold Move it, it away, there. Yeah. Then, you know, I've... There's times where he's, yeah, that's the worst 10 minutes you've ever played at Hawthorne. And, you, and I was like, oh, a fair bit more gusto behind it and a, bit yeah, more, yeah. a few more profanities. But, um, yeah, he's very, very passionate. He's one that makes you fall in love with the club as well because of how much he cares for the joint. Is it possible for Clarko to be mates with players? Oh, yeah. It is? Yeah. The, the more so, like, we've, we had a few weddings in the off-season and, uh, and he was there. And more the older crew that have gone on or um, that aren't current day players, he has a lot more fun yes. at, at their weddings, where if it's, like I had mine in January and he was a little bit... More subdued. Yeah, he threw ice over Hodgie's eight day old kid, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the less subdued yeah. version. Gosh, you're going to see when he really lets <laughs> loose. Was, uh, Wasn't going hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> said, I can take an ice block, yeah. Yeah, Hodgie uh, was leaving he, or he thought Hodgie was leaving, so he's like, oh, you know, good on you, you weak prick, and Hodgie's Holding Leo, who's eight days old, <laughs> oh, and then Hodgie's eyes rolled straight back. But I wasn't lucky; I didn't get in the middle of that one. You know what? Though I remember reading an article with Dermot Burton. Um, well, I wasn't reading it with Dermot Burton. <laughs> Dermot Burton wrote it, yeah. and he actually talked about how Alan Jeans had a. He, he was almost jealous of the relationship that he had with the former St Kilda players when he was the Hawthorne. So I remember sort of about Cabo and Cowboy Neil coming uh, in, and Jeans had been like, "Hey, Cowboy," and Dermy was a bit like, "Why don't you love me like you love him?" And it was only after afterwards when he realised that it was, you kind of can't quite have that relationship while you were coaching them. Yeah. You're going to have to be a former player before you do. Yeah, 100%, because you've still got to 
be able to bake a bloke or give him some honest feedback every now and again. And, and sometimes you might even have to drop that player. So you, yeah. you can't get too emotionally attached until they're probably gone. Yeah. And so did you, the, did you know what happened that day? That he Did you know that he punched his, the hole in the wall? Uh, no. Nah. Yeah. I knew he got the Port Adelaide fan because Geordie Lewis nearly got him an hour afterwards as well. Same the power fan? fan. Yeah, because he got... He got Clarko, because Clarko called the bus back, and then Louis, he got in Louis' face, and Louis nearly got on the throne one as well, so this Port fan nearly copped two on the, jo- on the job. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he didn't learn from the first time when Clarko went, and yeah, he hung mate, around. They had that fair bit of ink behind him as yeah. well, so um, the old Dutch courage comes into play. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favourite game that you... Well, actually, first off, a favourite game that you've played, like where you've played particularly well? No, oh, grand, grand finals, just any yep. grand final that we've won are the favourite ones. Yep. So, Indivi- to be honest, individual games you don't really worry about. What's the most goals? Maybe eight goals or nine yeah, goals? I've kicked eight twice. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I know what I'm like, individual stats and stuff like that, but yeah, team stuff, much rather. Touching on the, the supporter stuff, you know, someone coming up and. I remember Juddy said to me once, I was like, oh, how do you deal with um, you know, people coming up and, and wanting to fight you? And I said, no one wants to fight you. <laughs> <laughs> I like, hated that joke you did yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not like, and, and I think more from the look of you, be like, how do you cope with hot women wanting to fuck you? <laughs> <laughs> so he's gone. And I said, I said, what do you mean? He said, oh, you know, well, I said, the difference between me and you is that, you know, eight, 17 out of 18 people... Yeah. Won't barrack for you. In fact, against you. So yeah. that I mean, no one's like, oh, I love Nova and I hate Fox yeah, FM. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> um, and if that person did that, it wouldn't be a hard punch. You'd think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but but also, your own team can hate you. Like what's what is really weird about footballers yeah. is not only have you got majority of clubs not liking you, your own team can come You've up. Got you. your maligned player. Uh, you, is that something you grow into and, and you know how to do with public? Uh, because obviously, a, a big centre half forward, if you've had a, a number of soups, <laughs> is the kind of person you might want to tap yeah. on the shoulder and give a roll up to. Um, yeah, yes and no. You, you don't. You learn pretty quick. So if you're 17, 18, 19, and you go into joints like CQ on a Saturday night yes. and carrying on, <laughs> you, you're probably going to cop one. But <laughs> if you can be home before 12, like we're pretty good in terms of you know make sure you're home before certain hours and yep. and uh, and not putting yourself in those positions. I think you, you don't see many Hawthorne players caught in too much trouble. No. Otherwise, one you deal with Hodgie, but again, Hodgie's only had three or four beers on occasion, yeah. well, and then blows in a breath. Eh? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think uh, you know you've got a, a footy club of sixty odd people. Yep. If you do something bad, looking down. Yeah. Now people talk about the game like kind of you know people old school saying it's getting softer they're taking the bumps out of the game and all that kind of stuff like you play on a weekly basis how sore are you by round 18 like are you just yeah. waking up with aches and yeah. yeah yeah for sure it's people say it's gone but then the more running you do and then the hits are harder yeah, you're um, faster you well yeah people are getting far I'm not yeah, yeah. other people yeah <laughs> other people are getting quicker so it's harder to chase but um it, you, you just adapt. While you're playing, you don't really have, a, have an understanding of what it is, what it looks like, yep. um, how the game is changing. But I suppose you, you've had all pre-season to try and adapt to the change as well. And what do you think of, like, Stephen May's oh, I, I, I loved it, but... Stephen Martin. He's yeah. not playing until May. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through May, is he? Yeah. Oh, it was a massive hit, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, he could, he, could, he could probably just go to Coachella if he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been done before? Have you gone to the tribunal? 
You've been twice, suspended, haven't you? Twice, yeah, yeah twice. What did you do? Twice. I tripped someone, so real thuggish. Yeah. And then, uh, and then got, yeah. Did got, you have to go um, to the tribunal, or no, they just gave you two weeks? I haven't been. No, yeah. I've got one week twice. Okay. Yeah. You absolute thug. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Animal. Dirty. That's grandma hates I'm off. it. I'm off, I'm off, I'm off <laughs> Hawthorne now. <laughs> hey, uh, we'll finish up very quickly. Can you just take us through, like, say, your, your day-to-day of the week? Like, you're showing up, you're... Yeah, have At you guys, guys, like, urine, urine kind of uh, sampling or, like, sorry, like, uh, you know, what colour what colour is the urine and when? how much now? sleep you had? Yeah, when you walk up to the club. He's asking you for a urine sample, yeah. is what I'm getting at. Yeah, it's getting weird. I think Can he wants to clone you. Take me, <laughs> me through the day-to-day stuff. You, you know, your urine and... Yeah, mate, I don't know. Sorry, you're Monday to Friday. So what do you do? You show up to the club, do you get we breakfast? We have Wednesdays off. Uh, Mondays, every day... That we're there, we're probably there before 7, 7.30. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> only, only, well, we've got to get out to wa- Waverley, mate. So yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> it's, um, Ke- Lakey was driving from Caroline Springs. Yeah. He was 104 k's a day. Oh, yeah. God. Good lordy. <laughs> but um, there's not much to do out of Waverley. We have, we've got a couple of cafes and, and uh, a fish and chip shop there. But, um, yeah, it's, it's mainly during the week. Mondays is review. We're there till about 5. Tuesdays we're done by 2. Wednesdays a day off. Thursdays seven till three, and then if we play on a Saturday, Fridays probably till lunchtime. Yeah. So you play maybe on a Saturday afternoon. Do you then have to do yeah. recovery, and do you walk around? Yeah, we around go. And... We, so we do recovery straight after every game. So whether it be night game, we're, we're always at the Richmond pool. Yep. There. Uh, I shouldn't have told you that. Yep. No. <laughs> no, they're at the they're at the they're at the Richmond pool after a night game, guys. Uh, and then uh, yeah, the next day's off as well. So the boys got back. Uh, they they did play the game yesterday. Went and did recovery in Tassie. Got back about nine o'clock last night, and then uh, they've had today off. Do you meet them at the airport? Do you, you know? <laughs> hey guys, how are you? You there with a fan? <laughs> Why would he do? Well, I just no, send him yeah. a message and say well done. Yeah, yeah. Get a sign, go yeah. Hawks, you know. How do, how, how do you go sleeping after a big game, night games? Yeah, not not great. Yeah. Normally, uh, two three o'clock is yeah. about right. I normally have a couple of beers to try and unwind. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. I think it's you get used to. We, when we come back from Perth, it's a red eye, so I don't sleep oh, until we land at five thirty. Or mm. and then I heard Richmond were on the tarmac for three hours when they got back because of the changeover of staff yesterday. Oh, so, uh, I just thought it was because of uh, Richmond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just wanna, and how are you recovering? You did your knee last year. How many rounds did you play with a busted knee? Uh, not not a full knee, Rico, but I did it against Carlton on a Friday night. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I played all finals and then I went overseas, played the international rules, and then um, came back and. Yeah, first uh, week of January, they said no good. So I've uh, I started running on Friday, yep. and then hopefully, you know, six or seven weeks left. Yeah, right. And can you feel your fitness drop off yes. remarkably? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah, okay. but, but how quickly does it come back? Big pun? How quickly does it come back? Oh, it'll take a while. Like, yep. I still, you know, six or seven weeks to play, and then you've got to get that match fitness as well. So yep. I think there's a couple of games... Uh, where we play Brisbane, Essendon and Melbourne three weeks, so instead of playing VFL I might be able to play those ones too. <laughs> not, not ease me back, but, you know, get... No, we get you. Yes, yeah, 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 it's fine. Thank you. What you're trying to say is they're shit. Now, the point is, uh, so, what do you do when you're not running? So, you do uh, bike, do uh, you do... Bike, pull, walk. Um, boxing? I've had to do, do the boxing? thousand steps a oh, few yeah. times. Really? Um, yeah, box... Uh, so, yeah, you, you, and unfortunately when you're in rehab, you're there from, you're the first one there and last sleep because you've got to be there for all the meetings. Yep. So you've got to fit your rehab around all these other blokes. And then, you know, if a young kid wants physio and he's playing, well, he's got priority, he's got priority over me and that pisses me right off. That big rough, you love your NBA. Yep. Golden State Warriors. Yeah, they'll shit it in, won't they? Yeah. You think yeah. they're going to do it? Yeah. I'd like to see the Spurs win, but 
history, you see the team break the Bulls record. and Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. See Kobe's game. Yeah, yeah. Jacked up all those shots. 50 shots. It was unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever, have you ever seen him play? No, I was I was in LA though watching it. We did the whole town. This is yeah, a couple of nights ago. The what, whole, the whole, you just got back. Yeah, yeah. And the whole town you came back for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. The whole town was into it. Oh, the whole town stopped for it. Yeah, every great. place, every every even cafes and restaurants were wheeling in televisions. They just they always love him so much. And I'm not sure if you're in your basketball out there, but it was a joke. This guy didn't pass. It's the equivalent of Ruffy having 40 shots on goal. <laughs> and the refs didn't call a thing. They didn't call they thing didn't, on him. Didn't call thing and on then him. the Jazz yeah, well. were playing against Utah and they just weren't trying. Like, they, they honestly were gifting it. Yeah, right. So this yeah. reminds me of the time that Brendan Favola was stranded on 99 goals. <laughs> uh. So, Ruff, we were talking about that earlier. You got... Because uh, Andy and Adam were complaining. You got dropped back? Okay. Yep. But then you got taken out, didn't you? Uh, yeah, when I went back. I actually got, like, Did eight, have a chat eight mail and oh, oh, yeah. really? fans were getting yeah. right at you, dog. I said, yeah. yeah. Kaiko <laughs> 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 told me to do it, so... Yeah. So yep, when, did he, pop, to when it. did he pop you back? What, 15 did, minutes in or...? Uh, no, 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 no. Into no, the last, like, Yeah, it was like it was 15 minutes ago yeah. in the last quarter, I think, and then he said, yeah, just go back. So what was the discussion there? Because it's a strange one, and obviously it was great for, like... Buddy obviously got a hundred. Yep. It was great theatre, yep. and the feeling from a Carlton supporter was obviously they wanted to honour Buddy with a hundred, not let anyone else have that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You'd have to ask Clarko because yeah. I, I wouldn't have liked to have done it. Yeah. But then to have what was it, thirty-five thousand run onto the field again yeah. five minutes to go in the last quarter, you might as well just wipe the game. Yeah. <laughs> but didn't you kick like five in that last quarter or something? Didn't you? Uh, maybe. Yeah. So yeah. No, you, uh, yeah, I don't know. He kicked like four or five, and then also got shipped down to the back line. Shows that versatile the man is. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I was keen to run on. I'd, I'd left my seat. Uh, I was on the second level. I'd left my seat and got down for to the one. For Did one. you get on for Bud's one? No, because well, we were up in the second level, and then Bud goes like, "That looks like so much fun." Oh, dude, it's I'm so awesome. I have, my, I have my best mates from home for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Four, <laughs> four or five run out. They're like, "Oh, rough, rough." Yeah. <laughs> get off. Yeah, no. I, I was out there. It was amazing. Yeah. I ran out for Dunstall's hundred. Yeah. At, uh, a Waverley, I think it was. I can't remember, but I was, um, that was when security guards would try and stop people. Try and yeah. stop yeah, people, yeah. and so you did have to kind of pick your time. And you normally we wander around and find the fattest guy, and then you know have six guys go, kind of like on safari where the impalas would all run at the same time yeah, and yeah, hope that only one line so could sacri- sacrifice one. Yeah, and so <laughs> one lamb. Yeah, luck, and mate. I was running with my mate, and we got past the guy, and I was laughing, we're having a laugh, and you know when someone pushes you in the back when you're running as fast as you can. <laughs> my mate did that. I ate shit, and then this fat guy came up and got me. And my mate just thought it was the funniest thing ever. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. And that fat man was Colin Sylvia. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you so much for joining us. Jared Ruffett and Andy Lee, Adam Rosenberg, Michael Chamberlain. Thank you for coming to the Junk Time Mate Thank podcast. You guys. Go Hawks!
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 